This is being brought to you by Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. The best thing about it is that it's free. They have plenty of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. And if you're getting into this to hopefully make a few pennies, they got you covered there. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in. My name is John Waters and I'm the host of Building Three Pillars. Today we'll be talking to a good friend of mine, Dylan Cusack. I'm not going to give too much information about how we met. I'll let him do most of that. So Dylan, with no further ado, please go ahead and tell people a little bit about you. How's it going, everyone? My name is Dylan Cusack. I'm a certified personal trainer and multiple different certifications in both nutrition and strength and conditioning. I've spent a long time working with clients who have physical issues and other forms of things that could hold them back. That seems to be my specialty, to be honest. And the biggest thing I've found with any client, realistically, is motivation. So I figured, why not talk about that today? Dig it, dig it, dig it. So going along with the whole motivation idea, my first question to you, and it's pretty broad, and I think you'll be able to narrow it down, is why do people fail? Whether it be with meeting training goals or life objectives, what is your take on that? People always seem to fail because they, they don't set goals that mean enough to them. And people think, oh, I want to lose a certain amount of weight. Okay, well, if you're going to lose a certain amount of weight, how are you going to get there? How are you going to get there? Somebody wants to lose 50 pounds? Okay, then... How, what are you going to do the first week? What are you going to do the second week? How are you going to go about losing that 50 pounds? You know, they, they set an end game goal, but they don't actually have something to achieve in the middle ground. And because of that, a lot of times they run into issues. They lose motivation and don't want to continue the work. Well, sometimes you're not going to be motivated. But if you've got a goal in mind and it's something you can achieve that week or it's something you can achieve just that day even, a lot of times you'll find you succeed a little better. Dig it. I can definitely agree with that. Um, and I'm glad you mentioned the word goals. So goals is something that I feel like we can talk hours and hours about. But before we go into so much detail – I feel like a lot of people fail with goals because they don't know how to properly set them. They may not even have a good format to follow when looking at goals. So what is your take on getting started with that, the whole goal idea? And how would you suggest someone get started with setting goals? I usually have people write down goals. You know, a goal for every day of your chant or what you're doing to get the end game. So... For example, when it comes to personal training clients, it's, okay, what's your goal for today, just for today? What is your goal for this week? Set a goal for every day of the week. So 
one client may write down, you know, I want to make sure I drink a full gallon of water today. I want to make sure I actually go to the gym and I do at least 20 minutes of cardio, you know, little goals like that. Then we progress as time goes on, you know, this for this week, I want to make sure I'm in the gym six days a week for this week. I want to make sure, you know, set yourself little goals that are easy to achieve, but they're stepping stones to the bigger goal for my artwork clients. It's usually, you know, what, what is your goal for this project? Is it supposed to reach a certain amount of people? Cause if so, it's a whole different setup as are you supposed to, you know, really attract a certain client base? Everyone has to have a goal for everything they do. There's a purpose for everything you do. So the best way to set goals is to figure out what the purpose is and break it down. Fitness is the perfect example because you have to have a goal for everything. Everything has to be thought of. Are you eating enough? Are you eating too little? Set yourself a goal. Track your goals. That's the biggest thing. When it comes down to tracking goals, you, you've got to make sure you, there's some way to measure your goal. The gallon of water, okay, it's right there. It's physical. It's in front of you. Uh, actually going to the gym, well, that's easy to track. Can't, you can't be setting goals like, you know, I want to make sure I work really hard. Okay, well, that's perceived. Yeah, you can kind of feel like it, but what if you're having a rough day and you're just showing up is right. hard for you? You're cheating yourself at that point. Dig it. When I think about goals and everything you just said, I like to take the approach of beginning with the end in mind. That way, when you know what you're aiming for, it's easier to break it down into smaller chunks and you know how to set those milestones to let you know that you're getting closer to accomplishing those big goals. Oh, 100%. I agree with that. It, you can't set the little goals without having the end game in mind anyway. Uh, right. When people are trying to lose like large amounts of weight in a short amount of time. I, you got to make sure, you know, they realize it has to be a certain level of realism to it, but you can't undershoot either. Uh, 20 pounds in two months a lot of people will say is a good realistic goal, but I, I like that as an end game, but I wouldn't tell my clients to shoot for that. I tell my clients they aim for 20 pounds in that. I'd tell my clients to shoot for that in just the first month. It's a little unrealistic. Yeah, I get that. You know, healthy is two pounds a week. So that means eight pounds a month, but at the same time, if you do it right, if you do it maintained and you keep health in mind as you're doing it, four pounds a week's not out of the realm of possibility. How happy would somebody be if they dropped 16 pounds in a month? If you work like you're pursuing that 20 instead of working like you're pursuing eight, you're going to see such better results. Yeah, you may not hit the goal, but you're going to be ecstatic because you doubled the reasonable goal. You know what I mean? Right. Sure, for sure. It's almost like uh, 
dreaming unrealistically. Exactly. It's the only way to do it. No, nobody dreams of, you know, getting by. Nobody dreams of wanting to be average. Everybody has these grandiose impressions. Why not set the goals the same way? Right. Instead of setting a goal of, you know, I want to lose a, at least a pound a week. Yeah, it's reasonable. It's healthy. It's safe. But don't be safe. Pursue something great. Pursue. The harder you work, the better it'll come out. It doesn't matter what you're doing it for either. It, there, it's not just fitness. You know, the harder you work, the more results come. Whether it be your business, whether it be your marriage, everything is that way. If you put more work into something, you get more out of it. Definitely, that's true. I mean, I feel like when you when you aim for minimum results, you're going to get minimum results. And when you aim a little bit higher, even if you don't necessarily hit that big goal, you're going to get a much greater reward than you would have had you aimed so low. Because you're definitely going to get a bigger reward from that anyways. Oh, for sure. I mean, one of my favorite, we're seeing as how we're talking a lot about goals, one of my favorite goals I've ever had someone write down is to learn more about the subject. Now, that being an end game goal is something really entertaining to me because you can't really track it. But at the same time, every minute you spend researching the subject you're kind of proving this proving it right so i i had a problem with them writing it at first until i realized you know in the first week they started understanding you know why i was telling them to salt all their meals by the end of the second week they finally understood why i was adding carbs at certain times you know, like this guy was trying to be a bodybuilder but he had no idea why it was we were doing things. As he started learning it, he started actually making recommendations to me because he understands his body better than anyone else could. I mean, if your goal is to learn, you really think you can't track it until you start realizing, hey, you actually know more. The only way to pursue any goal is to put in the effort for it and that that has got to be the most entertaining goal to prove that learning more is the best goal i think i agree with that i feel like for me personally i'm definitely a lifelong learner and for me it's been that the more i learn the more i realize i don't know and that just creates even more of a hunger to learn more and so for me, yeah, learning is definitely one of the greatest rewards. And not only learning, but being able to apply what I learned, that's what gives me the most joy, honestly. Oh, 100%. It, every, every goal you have has to, has to have a reward for somebody to even want to achieve it. Right. I, th- losing weight, yeah, that sounds like its own reward, but no, the real reward is the happiness of Knowing you accomplished it. The real reward is, you know, seeing the changes. The real reward is being proud of the work you did. The goal falls short a lot of times to the emotional reward you get of just achieving it. And a lot of people don't seem to understand that. 
they focus so heavily on pursuing that number or pursuing the outcome, not how good it feels to be, to destroy a goal. You know, if you attack it with that actual ferocity, you're happier as you're doing it because you know you're pursuing it. You may not have the motivation, but the second you hit that goal and you realize, oh, I did it. I am the one who did it. I'm the one that pursued this. I put in the work and I made it happen. That'll reignite all your motivation. If you set little goals, it's like, you know what? Yeah, I drank that gallon of water. I bet you I can do it tomorrow too. Three weeks later, that becomes a habit. You no longer have to set that as a goal. You never have to pursue that again because you're doing it constantly. But for those three weeks, every day you went to bed accomplished because you actually did something you set out to do. Definitely. I mean, even taking into account my real life. So here recently, um, I mean, it may be a minor goal to others, but it's a major goal for me. I uh, managed to pay off my student fees so that I can get re-enrolled in school. But before I even embarked on that journey, I started with goals. I sat down and I was like, well, what is that I want to accomplish in general? Like, what is my overall goal here? And for me, it's about being able to provide a better service to my clients. And I was like, well, the best way to serve my clients is to increase the amount of knowledge I have. The only way to do that is to go out there and get it. So the more I know, the more I can help. And how can I help them more by getting myself back in school? Well, for me, it came down to figuring out, like, well, where is most of my money coming from? Well, it's coming from my third shift job. How can I maximize my time there while still being able to do the things I enjoy as far as, far as working on my personal business? And it came down to sitting down and writing out how many hours per week I'd have to do in order to bring in enough money to save it for my classes, but also take care of things I need to take care of along the way. And then once I reached that goal, I mean, I felt very rewarded. I mean, even along the way, just knowing that I was doing it, like going into work on the days I may not have gone in before. At first, it was like, oh, my God, here we go. But on the way there, once I realized, like, this is what I'm going here for, it became more rewarding. And uh, it became a little easier to get out the car and walk in there and punch in. I mean, so earlier I mentioned how I like to go with the idea of beginning with the end in mind. And so I'm a huge fan of visualization, a huge fan of it. And... One thing that helped me out with that is being able to place myself where I want to go, but also applying the feelings and emotions that I'll accomplish once I get there. And along the way, while I'm working on my goals, even on those days where it feels rough to get out of bed or the steps to the door seem a lot harder than they were getting into the car to go to the building, I think about why it is I'm doing what I'm doing. I think about ultimately me taking these steps to get to the job or really steps I'm taking to get to being able to pay off my student fees which are really steps I'm being able to take to get to the point where I can help my clients more fully. And accomplishing the point of paying off my student fees was very rewarding. I mean, I felt like, yo, I put in the work for that and no one can tell me I didn't do that. And just the overall process, looking back on it was rewarding. Now I'm powered up to take on the next thing. So, I mean, definitely goals are major and being able to accomplish them even, even when they're small, just like going to work for that day and putting in the recommended amount of hours that I suggested to myself, like accomplishing that each and every day, clocking out and getting to my car, I was like, hell yeah, I made it happen. Yeah. So, I mean, every step counts. Yeah, that's perfect. The only way to go about life really is setting goals. I mean, even just for your day-to-day, like getting out of bed, Sometimes that can even be an effective goal. You know, I, 
I've got a serious back problem now, and it is so much easier to just turn around, reach over and grab like a quick drink of water from my gallon that's next to the bed and just sit there and try and ease out because I've got serious damage to some of my lower vertebrae. Standing upright is difficult. Well, I set a goal back in the gym and work hard. Okay. You know, I get in the gym. Every time I come out of the gym, as long as I'm still sweating, as long as I'm still struggling with that muscle, I'm a happy camper. You know, I can do all of my work from the office. That's not hard. But being able to go and actually get a workout in, that makes me feel accomplished every day. And it gets me fired up for the next day. the best feeling in the world is just being able to actually achieve something. Right. I definitely got to agree with you with that. I definitely have to. I mean, and being able to fall in love with the process, I think that's very important. I feel like earlier we talked about when people think about just accomplishing the goal and it's the only thing that's driving them. Sometimes that's not enough to just think about the goal and just want to accomplish it. That's not enough. It is going to be difficult. And sometimes you're going to want to quit more than you want to keep going. And if you can't really put yourself in that end state and imagine what that's like and feel, feel the reward before you actually receive the reward, it's going to be difficult. And then along the way, if you can't learn to understand that every step I take and every difficulty I run into is really just giving me the strength and more of a stepping stone to reach higher and go further so that I can accomplish that goal. If you can't grasp that mindset, then it is going to be difficult. You're not going to be able to find the reward and just being able to make it to the gym that day and actually crush it. Even if you can't crush it necessarily as hard as you wanted to, the fact that you were able to get there and get it done anyways, that's rewarding itself. But if you can't if you can't really understand how significant every step is, you're not gonna want to take those steps. And so I mean I feel like I definitely agree with you hundred percent on what you've said. Yeah. Taking little steps, any step, any work is good work as long as you're doing it. Yeah, the harder you work the better off you'll be, but you're going to run into more obstacles. Life happens. It's going to be harder to achieve your goal than we're making it out to sound, but that's just it. No goal worth having is going to be easy. No end game is easy. So you might as well reach high because it's going to be hard. It's going to be just as hard to lose 15 pounds as it is to lose 50. It's just a matter of how hard you're willing to work. You got you to gotta keep pushing for it. You got to, even on the days where you don't have motivation, on days where life happens, it gets in the way, finding a way to push through and realizing, you know, the, the process is the reward. Being able to do it and realize, you know what? I pushed through and I did this. I pushed through. This was a hard day. And I went and accomplished my day's goal anyway. You know, something happened and it was supposed to hold me back. It would have stopped me beforehand, but I continued towards my goal. The feeling you get when you actually realize that, if you can actually consciously notice you worked hard for an end game goal, you worked hard for you, that makes you feel better. That, that will light your fire every day. You feel cheated if you don't do anything for yourself. 
definitely. And those are the days that'll actually get you to quit. Mm-hmm. The days where you don't put in effort in you. I agree. Um, I feel like I definitely like what you said about the uh, the process being a reward. That was nice. That was cold. And I, I agree with that 100%. <laughs> that was dope. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's move on a little bit. We've been talking a lot about training and accomplishing things inside the gym. I gave one example of me accomplishing something outside of the gym. But in order to help people see how this applies as far as goals go to the gym world and the regular world, can you break down the process you go through for setting goals? Is there a formula you use for that? Actually, there is. I used to follow the SMART goal system, but you know, I learned it in nursing and realized it wasn't enough for me. I'm a very goal-oriented person, or at least as of late, and in such, I realized there's there's got to be different ways of setting goals. I mean, for me, the achievable part, I don't want that. You know, you've got the you've got all sorts of different ways of pursuing goals and being achievable is not one I ever want to envision. I want big game goals. So when, like you mentioned with school, I've been attending school as well. And in doing so it's, I set a goal of, yeah, we're, I'm going to get the bachelor's. That's something I'm going to make happen. I want to make sure I've got my bachelor's, and something. I'm going to come out with an extra certification. I'm going to come out with, you know, a double degree. Like I'm going to do something harder because shooting for just one thing for me is never enough. I need to feel like I'm working harder. I need to feel like there's more to it. So I set myself, you know, a goal of every day. I want to make sure my homework comes in and it's at least a 95 on this upcoming test. You know, I want to make sure my goal is I want to put in an hour a day of studying and I want to make sure I can memorize this book word for word, I, little things like that. I want to make sure I'm putting in more effort than I feel is necessary to achieve my goal. So every day I set a little goal every week. I'll set a goal, uh, perfect example is biology. I struggled a little bit in biology for a while. Well, once I started setting goals, you know, by the end of this week, I want to be able to name every part of a cell. You know, I I want to be able to recite the Krebs cycle without an issue and actually understand every step of it. So I would set those goals, give myself a week, give myself a month. And by the time test time came around, you know, midterms came around, I was four points shy of setting a state record back when I was in nursing school. I felt like that was a huge reward and realized, as we were talking about earlier, it's the steps. That's the fun part. Right. It's the process. You know, realizing as you're going, you know, this is making me better. Go to bed a happy man. Set yourself a new goal for the next day. Set yourself a new goal for the next week. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. That's really awesome. So uh, we've been talking about goals. We've talked about how to apply it to the gym, how to apply it to regular life. And 
I want to get more personal and ask you, what are your words of wisdom? How can someone go about attacking life the Dylan way? I'm going to have to quote a movie on this one. I don't know if you guys have seen the most recent A-Team reincarnation, but there's a line in it that actually really spoke to me. It says, overkill is underrated. <laughs> that, realistically, that is how I live my life. I like <laughs> you know, I, I find ways I, – I enjoy the hard parts. And if you can find the fun, if you can find the entertainment value in – Making something harder on yourself. Set a goal that is difficult because I'm all about goals. I'm all about setting it just out of reach and working hard enough, going so overboard that you don't just beat that goal. You destroy that goal and you go beyond. Right. I am full bore into everything and, if you attack life that way, if you go hard at if you can go hard in everything you do and take pride in what you're doing, hold yourself to a higher standard, you'll feel accomplished every day. You you will feel better about yourself because nobody feels good about putting in bad work. Nobody feels good about doing something subpar. Hold yourself to a higher standard. Don't let yourself do bad work and just work hard at it. You know, feel the entertainment value, feel the pride in knowing you gave something all you've got. You give everything all you've got. And in doing so, you'll see everybody else starts enjoying your work. Yeah, it may take a while for you to get the skills necessary. Okay. Work hard at getting the skills. T- don't take your time. Push harder. Find a way to fit more effort in. You know, best thing to ever come from the military for me is my insomnia. I swear. Because it gives me more time in the day to learn. More time in the day to put effort towards getting better. I think that is easily the best words of wisdom I can give you. Work harder, take pride in everything you do, hold yourself to a higher standard, and find a way to work harder. I realize I said that twice. That is how important it is. Just work harder than you feel is necessary at everything, and you'll be happier with who you are. I agree with that. I like that. I like... uh... I've heard someone say, I wouldn't say it was Tom Bilyeu. He said that uh, we all get the same 24 hours. The success will just use them more wisely. I've heard that a couple times, yep. Yeah, and I feel like, I mean, that's so much truth in that. And it's easy to get sidetracked by life. I mean, I was thinking about it on my drive home this morning, and I was thinking about how I get up and I do my grind and I go to the gym and all the different things I do throughout the day. And I was asking myself, like, why do I do these things? Like, what keeps me going? And I mean, yeah, it's the the reward of knowing that I was able to accomplish these things, but it's more than that. It's about being the example, you know? It's about crushing the excuses, all the excuses I've ever heard. All the times I've heard people say, I don't have time or I'm too busy or whatever the case may be. I sit back and I look at my life and I'm like, you know, I'm balancing like three or four different things and I'm making time for it. And one question I always like to ask my client 
do whatever it is we're working on when we're trying to move forward and crush goals or, you know, just whether it be something big or small, it always comes down to how badly do you want it? If you want it badly enough, there is no excuse that's big enough to keep you from it. But when you don't want it bad enough, any excuse will do. And so for me, I, that's been that's been major. And I feel like it lines up with everything you said. And I feel like you're awesome, dude. <laughs> you <crushed it> today. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we're about to wrap it up. But before we do, can you tell people how to find you? Easiest way to find me is just Dylan Cusack on Facebook or Dylan underscore Cusco on Instagram. Easiest way to find me. And honestly, probably the only way I'd like people to find me. (laughs) I like that. Control the avenues of approach. It sounds smart. Military-ish, but it's cool. (laughs) All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, yeah, you guys have been listening to Dylan Cusack, good friend of mine, awesome fitness expert. I mean, the guy can do it all. He's also great at promoting, creating posters. We didn't really talk about that too much, but he's the man for it all. Um, I want to thank you for coming on. It's been great. And I look forward to working with you again. I appreciate it, man. Same here. You take care. All right, man. You too. Thanks. Bye.